Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Nicki Minaj, Roddy Rich, Chris Evans, Anthony Anderson, Carlos Santana, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzz warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Skiz, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call to tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain. And the number 1, you can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S-T-I. L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 89 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for always being there and supporting me and just hanging out with me every Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning or late Wednesday evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you once again for showing the love and support. So how has everybody been so far? How's everybody been? Uh, I've been off for two weeks now. Uh, had to take care of some personal business, but we're back. And as usual, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about Miss Nicki Minaj. Uh, she did a performance in London, and a lot of people wasn't too happy and excited about her performance. Uh, there was she was having um, some technical issues. She was late. 
same thing that has happened before, and people are really getting a little fed up about it. I'll tell you what they said. Um, Roddy Rich is back in the news. Apparently, uh, he doesn't appreciate when fans don't know their boundaries. I'll tell you the latest. And Chris Evans, actor Chris Evans, has made it clear who is now Captain America. I'll tell you what he said. Anthony Anderson has explained why he left Law and Order just after one season. And uh, Carlos Santana, we're getting an update on his latest condition after he uh, fainted uh, after a performance last week. We'll tell you how he's doing. And that's just some of the stories we're going to be covering uh, this week on That's Entertainment. Uh, Before we get to the show, I want to let you guys know, um, again, if you're looking to get in shape, uh, my friend, David Romero, he's a, he was a former co-host of mine. We had did a show here on Block Talk Radio called Loco, that's Entertainment Rundown. He is now a certified fitness trainer. And if you're in the, uh, you're in the uh, if you're looking for a personal trainer, uh, he has a four-week program where he can work around your schedule, and he gives you real-time coaching along with some fun and challenging workouts. So if you want to get into fitness and you want to change your lifestyle, send um, David an email or an Instagram, a direct message. Uh, you can follow David on Instagram at davidloco12, that's D-A-V-I-D, L-O-C-O-12. You can also uh, email him at David J. Romero, that's D-A-V-I-D-J-R-O-M-E-R-O, the number 88 at yahoo.com. And you can also give him a call at 956-706-3855. Tell him that you heard it here from me, Tammy Jones Gibbs from Death Entertainment Online Radio. Uh, he's pretty reasonable with the price. It's only $40. He can do outdoor training. You can join him live on Zoom. He has over about 10,000-plus weekly workouts. So also you can also uh, check him out on, at the Camp Gladiator on Instagram. That's C-A-M-P-G-L-A-D-I-A-T-O-R on Instagram and at Salute, S-A-L-U-T. And if you also want to uh, find out, um, uh, you want to get into some uh, nourishment, uh, he also has a, a wellness knee website for vitamins and shakes, and that's uh, you can go to pws.shakely, that's S-H-A-K-L-E-E dot com. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, Nicki Minaj performance at the Wireless Festival Unsurprisingly excited fans, a large number of fans attended the music festival at London's Finsbury Park on Sunday, July 10th to see their favorite uh, prompting a huge chaos at the venue entrance. Uh, According to a footage from the show, a lot of uh, Nicki Minaj fans had jumped over gates and barriers. Don't this sound familiar? Because remember, at Travis Scott concert, they were jumping over barriers and going past security to get to his outdoor concert. And, uh, again, they were jumping over gates and barriers to ensure that they got a prime spot in the crowd. And police were even called to help manage the large crowd ahead of the Anaconda Hitmaker's performance. Reporting the chaos, one person wrote on Twitter saying, quote, having only the smallest opening at the singular entrance to Finberry Park with no regulated flow of pedestrian traffic, people being trampled and forced to climb tall gates, Another user said that uh, that they that they said um, quote I'm genuinely starting to get worried for Nikki and people's safety. More people keep piling up, and it's very hot out there. Um, the drama didn't stop there. Nikki left fans fuming after starting her wireless festival gig 30 minutes late, making the super bad singer only perform. She was only able to perform like 40 minutes of her 80 minute set. And making it worse, she had multiple technical difficulties and frequent breaks throughout her set. Now, it was said that the mic and the monitor were not in sync, causing a distraction, a delay throughout the whole performance. Uh, seemingly annoyed by the issue, uh, Nikki allegedly asked the patients, uh, the patient crowd, uh, 
can you give her, she, she asked the crowd, can you give her 30 seconds? She uh, later took another few minutes to change wardrobe, and then she took so long that the crowd started chanting for her return as the minutes got closer to the 9.30 p.m. curfew. A disappointed Manchester fan told Metro.co.uk that she spent so much to come to London and to see Nikki that it was a huge disappointment. And the fans further criticized Nikki for not apologizing for her tardiness, saying she saw Cardi B and she was great and she was on time. Nikki was late, barely got it going, and didn't explain why she was late. One person, meanwhile, tweeted that saying, uh, quote, Nikki really has to stop being late. It's unprofessional as AF. A lot of people are already paying expensive tickets. It's unfair. Another fan added saying, quote, Nikki needs to stop this thing of being late. She wants her time to be respected, right? She needs to reciprocate that. Unquote. However, some other fans were not forgiving. Uh, more, were, I'm, I'm sorry, were more forgiving. They said, "Quote Nikki the Queen. She could be late to whatever, whenever." That's what one person tweeted. And echoing, echoing the sentiments, someone else wrote, uh, "I know she, I know she's late, you guys. But everyone's there and watching the live is going to enjoy every moment when she arrives. It's going to be one for the books. I can feel it." Unquote. And, you know, this had happened before with Nikki. Uh, here in the States, you know, she had did a performance, and she had technical issues. I forgot what, what concert she was doing or what event it was, but she had technical issues. Uh, she had, she, there was so much going on. And, I'm, I'm you know, sometimes I'm starting to think, does Nikki do sound checks. You know, I don't know if she's doing sound checks, is she going to rehearsals, but maybe she really needs to go to sound check and make sure everything is running smoothly because this is not the first time this has happened. And like the fan said, you know, you pay, these tickets are expensive. And with inflation out here, I can imagine how much they were paying for those tickets. You know, people are paying good money, and they expect the the performer to be there on time, to show up, to sound good. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody wants to have a good time. So we want to make sure everything goes right. I mean, I, I you know, there's, there are going to be times where something goes wrong, but this shouldn't be recurring with her. You know what I'm saying? It, this shouldn't be a habit with her. Um. Roddy Rich doesn't appreciate when fans don't know their boundaries. The down-below rapper was caught on camera kicking a concert-goer who ran on stage during his set at the opening air uh, Franafel Festival in Switzerland. Roddy was performing his hit, The Box, when the individual ran past him on stage, prompting his microphone to fall out. Two security guards then chased the person, but the MC was quite upset that he started kicking the fan being moved off the stage. Now, fellow rapper Playboy Cardi also faced a similar situation uh, at the Wednesday, July 6th show at the same festival. In a video re- uh, surfacing online, Cardi was seen saving a pair of overzealous fans who jumped onto the stage from security. The woke up like this rhymer was seen rushing to the front of the stage and wrestling a security guard who was straining one of the fans. And after freeing the man from the security guard, the hip-hop star moved to another side of the stage where the second fan who jumped onto the stage was waiting to greet him. And after getting close to the fan, Cardi, whose real name is Jordan Terrell Carter, gave him a hug. However, many social media users thought it was a kiss on the cheek. Meanwhile, another video capturing the moment from a different angle showed that Cardi didn't actually kiss the fan. So, yeah, he was a little annoyed. <laughs> and I mean, and do you blame him? I mean, you're trying to put on a show, and, you know, you got fans getting up there on stage. Where is security? Is Security is not doing their job quick enough or fast enough. And, uh, you know, it interrupts the show. And, and, you know, time is money, right? Time is money. Um, Chris Evans has made it clear 
who is Captain America now? The actor who is famous for his portrayal of Steve Rogers, a.k.a. the Cap in Marvel Cinematic Universe, has shown his support for Anthony Mackie amid speculation about his return in the fourth Captain America movie. On Friday, July 8th, the Hollywood Reporter tweeted about Julius uh, Ona, who has been tapped to direct Captain America 4. In one of his tweets, the site posted a question if Evans would reprise his role as the Tyler superhero in the upcoming movie. Um, this is what one uh, tweet read, uh, what they put down. They said, quote, it is unclear if Chris Evans would reprise his role as the first Captain America, so if the question of who is entitled to carry the shield continues, all bets are off. And this also prompts um, Chris Evans to respond you know, to this tweet, it says that Sam Wilson, this is what Chris Evans tweeted. He said, Sam Wilson is Captain America. Uh, Evans made his first appearance as Steve Roger, a.k.a. Captain America, in 2011 Captain America, the first Avenger. He continued to portray the character in two other Captain America movies and the Avengers film. In Avengers Endgame, Evans, Steve Rogers, appeared to pass the torch to Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon played by Anthony Mackie, as he hands over his Captain America shield to the veteran United States Air Force uh, uh, para-rescue uh, para man. Uh, however, Sam didn't immediately embrace his new alter ego on Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, on which he starred alongside Sebastian Stan. And after much self-doubt due to him questioning how a black man can represent a country that does not represent him, Sam finally takes up the shield and embraces his new alter ego on the, in the uh, last episode of the series. Now, plot details are still unknown, but Malcolm Spellman, the creator and head writer of Winter Soldier, has been tapped to pin the script of the upcoming film with Dalen Musan, a staff writer on the show. No start date has been revealed. Right now, we have 17 minutes after the hour. You, if you're just listening and tuning in, you're, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every Wednesday between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on with your favorite celebrities or what's going on in Hollywood in general, Make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Make sure you follow us on social media, on Facebook at That'sEntertainment.com. Also, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Anthony Anderson has explained why he left Law & Order after just one season. The 51-year-old actor originally played Detective Kevin Bernard from 2008 to 2010 and returned for season 21 earlier this year, but departed at the end of the series, and he's now revealed that he has his eye on other projects which are a little bit different. Speaking to Entertainment Tonight, he explained the reason for his departure, saying, I wanted to go off and create more shows like Blackish, create things that I have ownership in, and do something a little bit different, unquote. When asked what he's going to be working on next, he said, quote, we're going out and pitching another drama called Miraculous, which I'm excited about, so looking forward to what they're going to do, unquote. Now, it's been an exciting year for Anthony so far as he recently graduated from the university after returning to finish his degree. He dropped out of college as a youngster due to financial reasons but was inspired to return to school after his son Nathan was accepted into Howard University in Washington, D.C. Anthony completed his Bachelor of Fine Art degree and posted an inspiration, me uh, inspiration message celebrating his success, declaring, quote, it's never too late. And this is in a post on Instagram. He wrote, uh, quote, to quote Biggie, it was all a dream. Words can't begin to describe the emotional roller coaster I'm on right now. Good for Anthony Anderson. 
And Carlos Santana has postponed the next six shows of his tour out of an abundance of caution for his health. The 74-year-old musician collapsed on stage during a performance in Michigan last week, and doctors have recommended that he take time out of his tour to recuperate. His manager, Michael Ryanis, said in a statement to People that they are postponing the shows out of an abundance of caution for the artist's health. And he also added that doctors have recommended that Mr. Santana get rest to recuperate fully. Santana is doing well and is anxious to be back on stage. He just needs a rest. Santana profoundly regrets that these postponements of his upcoming performances, but his health is our number one concern. He, he is looking forward to seeing all of his fans very soon. Unquote. Now, Santana is currently on his Miraculous Supernatural 2022 tour with Earth, Wind, and Fire, but left fans concerned after he was overtaken by heat exhaustion and dehydration last week. He wrote on Facebook, quote, To one and all, thank you for your precious prayers. Cindy, Santana's wife, and I are good, just taking it easy, forget to eat and drink water, so I dehydrated and pass out. Blessings and miracles to you all, unquote. The, 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 uh, the guitarist was performing at the Pine Knob Music Theater in Clarkson, an outdoor venue on the edge of Detroit, when he collapsed on the stage. About 20 minutes into the set, the 74-year-old passed out on stage, prompting medical staff to sprint to the stage. Glad that he's feeling a lot better and glad that it just was just dehydration. You know, um, you heard stories about how celebrities have passed out and fainted. Uh, one in particular was D.L. Hughley when he was doing his comic comedy set. He was doing his stand-up, and he had passed out. Come to find out, he had COVID. So, um, Sir Tom Jones has opened up about his medical issues and a candid social media post the It's Not Unusual crooner opened up that he's suffering for, from viral laryngitis but, de, but denied collapsing before a concert this week. The 82-year-old singer has revealed the sudden cancellation of his planned concert in Budapest on Tuesday evening, July 12, was due to him suffering a viral infection. He told his Instagram followers, uh, to all concern, I traveled last night from the U.K. to Budapest and woke, this, woke up this morning morning with an uncomfortable throat. Tom was taken ill ahead of the latest European date on his Surrounded by Time tour at the Hungarian capital MVM Dome, prompting initial speculation he had collapsed. A message from the MVM Dome translated to English confirmed that the show had been rearranged for next month and anyone with a ticket to the original date would have been would have them honored. And um, Cameron Diaz, uh, she quit acting at the peak of her career to access what made her feel whole. The, there's something about Mary Starr, whose last role before her eight-year hiatus from the big screen was Miss Hannigan in 2014 musical remake Annie, added she grew to miss aspects of her job on her break. The 49-year-old told CBS, quote, it's kind of nice. Uh, it's kind of a nice thing to kind of go. You know what? Let me just step back for a second, take a look at what the whole picture looked like for me and what are the things that I could do better and be more engaged with that would make me feel more whole. And I did that, unquote. Now, Diaz is making a comeback to acting, and in early July it was announced that she would appear alongside her Annie co-star, Jamie Foxx, in the upcoming Netflix film, Back in Action. The bad teacher-actress return to work means she'll also be juggling parenting her and 43-year-old uh, husband, Benji Madden's daughter, uh, Radic, who turns three in December. Uh, I had the uh, honor to meet Cameron Diaz uh, in person. She was in about, about, I think about six years ago, she was on a book signing tour. She was promoting her book about uh, defying her, um, you know, it was talking about how women growing old and uh, embracing their age. And uh, she had, uh, she was looking for certain women of a particular age to grace the cover of her book, 
and uh, I was one of the women that she picked. She must have picked like 50-something women uh, to, to grace the cover. And uh, I met her in person. She, uh, and she's a very nice person, very, very nice woman. And uh, she was here. She was here in New York. She was at Barnes & Noble's um, in Union uh, Square here in New York where she was promoting her book. So uh, I'm glad that she's coming out of retirement because, remember, we talked about another actress who was going into retirement, uh, Sandra Bullock, who was talking about uh, that uh, she was thinking about taking a break from acting as well. So. And it's good when they come back, you know. It's good, you know. It's good, you know, because every now and then you do need that break. And uh, and when you come back, all your fans will be waiting, and we're excited whenever they do new projects. So uh, it's something to always look forward to. Uh, Right now we have here uh, 25 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, Coming up after the break, um, I'm going to give you the latest on... uh, the Thor Love and Thunder movie, it, it did very well in its first weekend, and I'll tell you how well it did. Uh, Miles Taylor, uh, grandmother, is campaigning for him to be the next James Bond. And the 2022 Emmy Awards have announced its full list of nominees. I'll tell you what, who are those nominees. And Steve Burton has stressed that he has no bad blood after being axed from the soap opera General Hospital. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. Positions are better. 
Tune in to that entertainment. The number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got twenty nine minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Chloe in Surprise. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about uh Thor, Love and Thunder, is storming its way to the North American box office on its first weekend. The latest Marvel release ruled the charts upon its entry with an estimated $143 million, easily knocking down Minions, The Rise of Gru, to the second place. The uh, mighty opening number fell a bit short of the industry estimates of $150 million, but it still posted the franchise's best opening. The fourth Thor movie surpassed its predecessor's 2017 Thor Ragnarok, which opened to $123 million in North America. Thor Love and Thunder also notched the third biggest opening weekend of the year so far behind Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness which uh, generated $185 million, and Jurassic World uh, Dominion, uh, $145 million. Uh, forced down to the second place of the second weekend, Minions, the rise of Gru, Gru, Gru uh, bagged an estimated $45.6 million. Top Gun Maverick also falls one place to number three with approximately $15.5 million. Elvis is down three to four with an estimated $11 million, while Jurassic World barely stayed in the top five with approximately $8.4 million. And Miles Taylor appreciates his grandmother's campaign to make him the next James Bond. The Fantastic Four actor's grandma, uh, Leona Flowers, recently took to Twitter to suggest that he should be the man to replace Daniel Craig as 007, and Miles admitted that he would be open to the prospect. Leona started her social media campaign last week and says that Miles has all the skills needed to play James Bond. The proud grandma added that the American teller would be welcome as the famous British character and said that he's charmed the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge at the London premiere of Top Gun Maverick. James Bond producer Barbara Broccoli recently said that the search to find the next 007 is yet to begin as the new movie will be a reinvention of the character. She said, quote, nobody's in the running. We're, we're working out where to go with him. We're talking that through. There isn't a script, and we can't come up with one until we decide how we're going to approach the next film because, really, it's a reinvention of Bond. We're reinventing who he is, and that takes time. I say that filming is at least two years away, unquote. The 2022 Emmy Awards has announced its full list of nominees. Succession successfully leads the charge with a total of 25 nominations, while Squid Games make history as the first non-English language show to compete for the outstanding drama series. Aside from the hit Korean show, Succession will battle out the, with the, uh, out the category with Better Call Sal, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Stranger Things, as well as Yellow Jackets. In addition, the Jesse Armstrong creative show is up for outstanding lead actor in a drama series for Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong. Trailing behind is Ted Lasso with 20 nods, including outstanding comedy series and outstanding actor in a comedy series for Jason Sudeikis. The White Lotus also earned the same number as it sees its name in Outstanding Limited Series and Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or a Movie Categories, among others. Hacks and Only Murders in the Building followed with 17 nods, while Euphora collects 16 nominations. Squid Game, meanwhile, has 14 nominations overall, including Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series for Lee Jung-jae. And as for the Outstanding Lead Actress in the Drama Series category, it sees a competition between Laura Lenny for Ozark, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets, uh, Zendaya Coleman for Euphoria, and Jodie uh, Comer for Killing Eve. And also vying for the price is Sarah O oh for Killing Eve, as well as Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show. 
The 2022 Emmy Awards is scheduled to take place on Monday, September 12th, and air on NBC. And Steve Burton has stressed that he has no bad blood after being axed from General Hospital. The 52-year-old actor insists that he is not angry about the circumstances surrounding his departure from the hit ABC show. The actor was fired from his role as Jason Morgan after 20 years last November for failing to comply with the show COVID-19 vaccine mandate after having his religious and medical exemptions denied, but he doesn't have anything bad to say about the decision because he left on amicable terms with soap bosses. Uh, while Steve will always treasure his time on the ABC soap, he also uh, pleased his departure, had paved the way for new opportunities, such as his role on Days of Our Lives spinoff, Beyond Salem, on which he plays Harris uh, Michaels, a character he first played on Days of Our Lives in 1988. He told Deadline, quote, look, the circumstances of my departure was tough, and you know that's just the way it is. I'll always be grateful for my time there. It was my family for so long. I grew up there, and fans have always been awesome to me. But, again, some doors shut and other doors open, and here we are in Beyond Salem. Wow. Unquote. And uh, speaking, you know, uh, there's a rise in the infection rate uh, as 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 the the latest variant is uh, being is very much more contagious now. I know here in uh, New York City and New York State, they're urging people to start wearing masks again inside again and certain outdoor venues. Like, I guess if you're, you know, around, like, outdoor concerts and stuff like that, I mean, even though you're outdoors, they suggest that you start wearing the mask because this uh, latest variant is much more contagious. Even though the hospital um, rates have been very low, uh, the admission rates for the hospital have been very low, they still say that it's very contagious and they want people to mask up again. Um Many were disappointed of how the Wendy Williams show concluded last month. And in a new interview, uh, Wendy Williams echoed the sentiment, slamming the show over the not-so-grand finale, which didn't involve her in any capacity. When asked about the uh, the matter, the 57-year-old former TV host told The Post, quote, there was nothing I liked about the final episode of the Wendy Williams show. Uh, she went on to explain why she didn't make a swan song appearance during the mid-June finale. Uh, she said that Deadmar Mercury didn't ask her to do that, so she didn't. She said she sat in her apartment and watched it just like the rest of us, and she was like, ick. The, uh, the former host uh, continued to talk about uh, Deadmar Mercury, and she said in her opinion she, they should have done it with her not the other people on the Wendy Williams show. She was seemingly referring to Sherry Shepard, who a guest host the finale. The Hollywood Walk of Famer, however, added that except for Fat Joe, which she loves, he's one of her favorites. In the interview, Wendy also talked about her newly announced podcast, The Wendy Experience of the New Project. Wendy shared that if she was extremely famous like she is, hosting a podcast would make more money than being on the Wendy Williams show. And she said that she wants to do this podcast, and she also wants to have a restaurant. She also discussed her love life, knowing that she's looking for new love. And uh, she said if she um, if she don't do anything else, including the podcast, she would like to fall in love again. Uh, Wendy announced her new podcast on Wednesday, July 6th, on a new Instagram account at the Wendy Experience Podcast. She's posted a short clip of her sitting on her iconic purple chair while seemingly working on something as a silver MacBook could be seen in front of her. And uh, she said, um, quote, doing a show, not a TV show, sorry, it's a windy experience. Stay tuned. Hashtag windy, hashtag experience, hashtag new, hashtag vibe, hashtag fabulous, hashtag beginnings. Uh, the next day, Wendy gave more details about her new project. She said when one door closes, a larger one opens, last day on set. And she said, stay tuned. And uh, she wrote alongside a photo of her looking happy while lying on a tiger print couch. 
And according to previous reports, a new podcast which will feature star-studded guests would highlight Wendy's favorite artists, celebrities, food, and fashion. BTS are coming to Disney+. Plus. That's right, armies, get ready to celebrate. That's right. The K-pop band management firm Hive has struck a deal with the streaming service to produce several pieces of content about their artists, including a concert film and a documentary series about the Butter Hitmakers. Disney Asia Pacific head of content Jessica Cam. Engel said that she's thrilled to be collaborating with Hive to showcase their original content, create with powerful artists, IP on on all their global streaming services, including Disney+. BTS permission to dance on stage LA in an exclusive 4K concert film taken from the group performance at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles last November, the first time in two years that the band had met fans in person due to the COVID-19 pandemic, while BTS Monuments Beyond the Star will include footage from the last nine years as well as the daily lives and plans of the individual members of the band as they prepare for the next phase of their career. In addition to the two BTS projects, the group's uh, v. Young will also star on Soup Frencation, an original travel reality show also featuring the Ottawan class actor uh, Park uh, Sojun, Parasite star Chao Wu Sheik, and Park Young Seek, and Peak Boy. I hope I'm pronouncing the names right. Sorry if I mispronounced them. The quintet will uh, take part in a variety of activities as they head off on a surprise trip for the show, which is a spinoff of South Koreans in the Soup franchise. Uh, it will launch on July 22nd on Disney Plus in South Korea, but further broadcast dates in other territories have yet to be announced. And also, you got to remember, BTS also did an In the Soup series as well. They did a couple of them. So um, they were supposed to do another one, um, but they was they took a break from that. But I, I'm hearing that they're going to be returning back to that soon. So, um, Army, get ready to enjoy a nice summer of BTS. Even you know, even though they're now taking a break and they're going on uh, doing their little solo project, it's good to see that uh, we can still get to see them and uh, watch them on Disney Plus. Um, former President Barack Obama has an even more impressive title now, Emmy nominee. Obama scored a nod for Outstanding Narrator for his work on Netflix, Our Great National Park, a five-part docuseries that spans five continents and the natural phenomena that makes them beautiful. The first season of the show traveled to Monterey Bay, California, uh, Kenya's uh, Savo National Park, the rainforest of Indonesia, Gunyan uh, Leeser National Park, and the, Sh- the Chilean Pentagonia. Obama will compete in the category against uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for Black Patriots, uh, Heroes of the Civil War, uh, David Attenborough for the mating game in plain sight, and W. Kamal Bell, uh, for we need to talk about Cosby and Lupita Nyong'o for Seren- no, for uh, Serengeti too. The former president won a Grammy in 2008 for spoken word album for narrating his book The Audacity of Hope, thoughts on reclaiming the American dream, and has been nominated for two others. He and his wife Michelle also serve as executive producers on the Oscar-winning American Factory. Congratulations to. President Barack Obama. And Eminem has thrilled his fans with news of his upcoming album. The rap god hitmaker has announced the new greatest hit collection, Curtain Call 2, featuring a brand new track. The 49-year-old rap legend is following up to 2005 Curtain Call, The Hit, with a new respect of his work from 2009 Relapse onward. 
Details of the previous unreleased track will be revealed in the coming weeks, and the full album will drop on August 5th. The Lose Yourself hitmaker contribution to uh, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis biopic, The King and I, with CeeLo, which was produced by his longtime collaborator, Dr. Dre, is included in the compilation. The hip-hop icon recently admitted that he has found it therapeutic to rap about his mental health and addiction battles. When it was mentioned he uses music to explore his luggage, he replied, quote, Well, I think that's one of the great things about rap music is that, you know, you could put so much of your life in it. I was just trying to figure out how to expand on that, and I kind of got lost, unquote. Now, dad, the, uh, the dad, uh, father of three, uh, Eminem has battled addiction to pre- prescription drugs and was hours from dying when he was hospitalized in 2007 after a, a methadone overdose that doctors told him was the equivalent of ingesting four bags of heroin. Eminem has uh, drawn parallels between himself and troubled Elvis Presley on The King and I. Meanwhile, the multi-Grammy Award winner, whose real name is Marshall Bruce Mathers III, is set to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame alongside the likes of Dolly Parton, Eurythmics, and Duran Duran later this year. Right now, we have 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't you go anywhere. Like a blade of grass, one sunlight. I just want that ass. You the type of girl I would have flirted with in class. Copied every test, be the reason that I passed. I know we can have a blast. We can have a kid, and we're moving too fast. No, I'm not your first, but I could be your last. You can't even get gas without being harassed. Mm. Some of these girls in the mix more than engineers, but I think you'd rather disappear. You don't know where you gon' end up, but you know it probably isn't here. I gotta put you in a different tier. IG private, spend her own money on the whip that she driving. Thick thighs, I can tell it's warm, baby. Can I please dive in? In a prime, she's driving. Bet you in the dark, tryna put that light on you. Could buy you anything, let me spend some time on you. Treat us like we came in, yay. I ain't trying to keep you low, but this is high stakes. Life like this, sure is sweet. Tell me how it tastes. Taste, taste, taste. Met you in the dark, trying to put that light on you. Could buy you anything, let me spend some time on you. Cause I want to. That was the latest from Jack Harlow in Like a Blade of Glass from his new album, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Uh, Right now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, we know him as Takashi69, but now he's going by 69 these days. Uh, He's facing some new legal troubles. The rapper reportedly was hit with two lawsuits that accused him of failing to perform concerts, which he was paid for, and making false statements to the media trashing the organizers. In the recent filing, both plaintiffs hit before Fame LLC and After Hours LLC claimed that the New York artist failed to respond to their suits months after he was served with the claims. They requested a judge to find the star in the fall and grant judgment in their favor. The two entertainment companies are seeking a total of $5.3 million from the recording artist, his former manager, Shadi, and various booking companies, employee associates with the deal in one of the suits. Also filing suit against 6ix9ine, 
Live were promoters Jamie Dominguez and JJD Entertainment. They claimed they paid 6 9 upwards of 170000 for a concert that never happened. The Bushwick-born entertainer, however, previously told TMZ that they were the ones who welched on their obligations to him. And back in April, the MC, whose real name is Daniel Hernandez, was also sued by Stream Music for allegedly skipping concerts. In the $2 million lawsuit, the streaming service claimed that the Brooklyn-based rapper skipped two Los Angeles concerts in December last year that the streaming app was going to air live. The streaming app said that after receiving the money, 6 9 allegedly ghost-streamed music. And later in January, Stream Music and the rapper finally got in touch. They finalized a new agreement and rescheduled his performances only for 6 9 to go silent in the lead up to that date again, ignoring seven more requests. Meanwhile, 6 9 continued flexing on social media despite claiming to have financial issues. And on Monday, July 11, he bragged about making 500K at his sold out concert in Istanbul, Turkey. Backstreet Boys had earned praise for their good deeds during a recent performance. Many on social media applauded the boy band after they stopped their Indiana concert to help a fainting fan. Nick Carter, Howie, AJ, Brian Luttrell, and Kevin Richardson were singing That's the Way I Like It when a woman near the front of the audience had some sort of emergency. And according to the Indianapolis Star, AJ was the first to notice the issue. And after AJ raised his hand to stop the music and his band's performance, about a dozen employees moved into the audience. Later, it was revealed in a TikTok video that the woman in question passed out. And in the footage, AJ could be seen telling the crowd, give her some space. He then asked the individual, are you okay? And after a few minutes, fans thanked AJ while he confirmed that EMTs were on their way, to which he applied, of course, we want everyone to enjoy the show. And as for the woman, she was reportedly taken out of the venue in a wheelchair and was awake as she departed. And upon seeing the clip, a number of TikTok users praised the group. The Indiana show is part of Backstreet Boys' DNA World Tour, and when performing in Toronto, Canada earlier this month, the boy band got a special visitor who is none other than Drake. The rapper joined the group performing their hit song, I Want It That Way. Dee Snyder has opened up about his future plans, making use of his social media account. The Twisted Sister star announced that he has retired from music to focus on launching a new career in Hollywood. The rocker opened up about his future plans in a question and answer session with fans on Twitter, insisting he'll never tour again because he wants to focus on writing and directing movies as well as working on his first novel. When asked if he will record any new more any more music, he explained, Never say never But he said he doesn't see any recording anymore uh, Before adding Movie, books, TV, radio, etc Twisted Sister Debanded in 2016 Following the conclusion of their 40th anniversary tour Which came in the aftermath Of drama A.J. Perro's death The previous year Dee has released five solo albums Over the last 12 years With the last record Leave a Scar Dropping in 2021 and the weekend has opened up about how he felt after his first live show was canceled. In a candid social media post, the I Feel It Coming crooner said that he was left crushed and heartbroken after his Toronto show was canceled due to major major outage. The Take My Breath hitmaker was due to play the Rogers Stadium in his home city in Canada on Friday, July 8th, but an issue with Canada's main telecommunication company meant it was impossible to put on the concert. In a social media statement, the 32-year-old singer, whose real name is Abel Tesfe, wrote, quote, This one hurts the most, and we will make this show happen, but unfortunately not tonight. He also went on to say, quote, This one hurts the most. And uh, he said that I know how long you've been waiting and how long and how hard a lot of you work to make it to the show and experience a special moment with me. I can't wait to see you all, unquote. A new day is yet to be announced. The After Hours Till Dawn tour continues in Lincoln, Philadelphia on July 14th, which is tomorrow. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band will perform concerts in New York and New Jersey next year during their first tour since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Uh, Springsteen is set to rock Madison Square Garden on April 1st, 2023. The Barclays Center in Brooklyn on April 3rd, 2023. The UBS Arena at Belmont Park on April 9th and 11th. And the Prudential Center in Newark on April 14th. The tour also includes stop in UCAT, uh, uh, Uncastville, Connecticut on March 12th, Albany on March 14th, Philadelphia on March uh, 16th, and Boston on March 20th, and Buffalo on March 23rd of 2023. It's Springsteen's first tour since 2017 and his first North American tour date since 2016. The New Jersey-born, born-in-the-USA artist spent part of 2017, 18, and 2021 performing his Springsteen on Broadway residency in New York, which concluded last year. Tuesday announcement comes a week after Springsteen revealed he would tour Europe next year with those concerts set to follow the North American leg. Tickets for the Manhattan, Brooklyn, Belmont Park, and Newark concert all go on sale July 29th for people, July 29th of this year, for people who register on Ticketmaster's Verified Fans platform. Fans can register online. uh, Bruce Springsteen, who is now 72, gave a surprise performance on June 16th at Paul McCartney's concert at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. He took the stage again later in the month during McCarthy's set at the Glastonbury Festival in England. Springsteen, a 20-time Grammy winner, released his 20th studio album, Letters to You, in 2020. And um, Mark Wahlberg is set to make a docu-series on the life of jail drug kingpin Owen O'Dog Hansen. Wahlberg uh, Unscripted Production Company, Unrealistic Ideas, has acquired Hansen's exclusive participation and may have a possible feature in mind, too. Uh, This story is filled with sex, drugs, sports, gambling, and rock and roll, all on steroids. It's not clear whether Wahlberg will play Hanson, a former University of Southern California football player who forfeits $5 million in cash when he pleaded guilty to drugs and conspiracy charges in 2017. And Rage Against the Machine is raging against the Supreme Court. The rock band slammed the Roe vs. Wade overturned with a a scathing video message that aired during its concert in Wisconsin on Saturday, according to the Milwaukee uh, Journal Sentinel. Uh, This is what they said. Quote, forced birth in a country that is the only wealthy country in the world without any guaranteed paid parental leave at the national level. Forced birth in a country where black birth givers experience maternal mortality two to three times higher than that of white birth givers. uh, Forced birth in a country where gun violence is the number one cause of death among children and teenagers. Abort the Supreme Court. That's how the message ended. The concert, which was the band's first in 11 years, took place a little over two weeks after the Supreme Court voted to overturn Roe v. Wade, ended the federal right to get an abortion. Rage Against the Machine is the latest musical act to devote part of the concert to condemning the overturn. Green Day Billy Joe Armstrong said at a show in London last month that he was renouncing his U.S. citizenship, saying that, quote, there are too much effing stupid in the world to go back to that miserable effing excuse for a country, unquote. Mm. And Olivia Rodrigo told the audience at the Glastonbury Festival in England that she was devastated and terrified by the ruling before playing the song F You with Lily Allen. Mm. He, he, he told the U.S. that it was a poor excuse for a country. Wow. And Disney is inviting audience to be a guest for a special Beauty and the Beast 30th anniversary tribute. A live action and animated extravaganza featuring new musical performances will air on December 15th on ABC to celebrate the three decades since the film was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. The two-hour special will include brand-new sets and breathtaking costumes inspired by the classic story with every performance designed to pay homage while also added to the iconic story. 
Originally released in November of 1991, the animated musical center on the unlikely romance between a woman named Belle and a prince who was cursed to transfer into a beast. Uh, in 1992, Beauty and the Beast became the first animated movie to be nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Uh, Beauty and the Beast won Best Original Song at those Oscars for its title number, as well as Best Score for a soundtrack that also featured Be Our Guest and Gaston. The special will be directed by uh, Hamish Hamilton and executive produced by John Shu, who directed last year's movie, Musical in the Heights, and is currently working on the big screen adaptation of the Broadway show Wicked. The tribute special will arrive on Disney Plus a day after the ABC broadcast. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.